Hello everyone. We have been actively discussing economic games on the channel, concepts of game theory and now it's time for economics as a subject to become a student. Yes, economics is a branch which helps with public policy, management decisions to name a few crucial sectors but over the last few decades a lot of research has gone into addressing the limitations of economic models. Behavioral economics enters the room. How do you define yourself, behavioral economics? I'm the combination of psychology, sociology, anthropology, other relevant streams and economics in order to draw more realistic models for decision-making. Behavioral economics should be seen as an area which instead of replacing standard economics, it essentially uses information from other fields, incorporates it in the models to make up for the inaccuracies of the economic models in terms of the assumptions that are made in order to create these models on the basis of which management-slash-public policy decisions are made. Homo economicus which basically translates to treating people as self-interested agents with perfect rationality who maximizes their payoffs in every situation. But this rationality more often than not is affected by biases due to our environment and how it affects us. Tversky in 1995 questioned the assumption that investors are rational by demonstrating the tendency of investors to make risk-averse choices in gains and risk-seeking choices in losses. Toller, Tversky and Kahneman have been writing using insights from psychology where they found the explanations that they were seeking with anomalies in the economic decision-making that seemed to violate rational choice theory. Let's discuss a few assumptions from standard economics model as discussed by Rabin in his paper on economics and psychology in 2002. Well-defined and stable preferences. Bayesian information processor, process information optimally maximize some utility, economic-slash-social-slash-hedonistic self-interested always maximize utility and preference over final outcomes and not changes. Application of exponential discounting between current and future well-being. Now moving on to discussing some of the anomalies and why they don't behave as we expect them to, indirect reference to misbehaving by Richard Toller. When a patient has a non-curable disease, every neoclassical and classic economic model would nudge you to get that information but the patient derives utility from not having the information of the disease, the number of days she has to live and hence the time they have to plan out the rest of their days because there's comfort in the unknown when your days are limited. Sunk cost fallacy is one of the most popular problems that people face in their lives. It can be defined as a bias that makes you behave differently due to already invested capital slash effort slash time. You actively ignored the assumption we considered of stable preferences, using the information available as optimally as possible even though you might end up following the others. But the models we developed do not incorporate any such biases to account for this deviation. Another major limitation that we as regular mortals face is the fact that memory is limited. You can try and convince yourself that you will remember everything you heard in a class but you won't and hence the usual advice of taking notes. The problem however is that you can't access this information whenever you need even if you have all the information required to make an economic decision. You would be vulnerable to being affected by the first piece of information you get and hence making not so optimal decisions when the whole situation is considered. Defining Cognitive bias, it can be defined as a limitation in objective thinking that is caused due to our experiences, environment, beliefs and preferences. We would be discussing the types and how to accommodate the same in detail over the next few episodes. So, let's sum up with the key principles of mainstream economics that still apply. Decision makers are sophisticated. Markets and incentives play a key role in behavior. Markets allocate resources well most of the time. 
It is true that economics acts as a teacher when it comes to public policy and management decisions but the need to recognize that the limitations and the gaps in proper implementation of these economic policies requires a new approach and we have researchers that are embracing it, trying to learn from others in order to close these gaps. In the end, all we should aim for is caterus paribus, the more realistic our assumptions about economic agents, the better our economics. That's it for today, hope to see you next time till then stay safe, get vaccinated and wear a mask. Thank you.